0: Let's segue into uh, catching up with Steve Spott, the assistant coach of the Maple Leafs. How you doing, Steve? Good, Hazer. How you guys doing? Uh, we're doing pretty well. We're doing pretty well. So we're uh, trying to break down the weekend. Um, explain that one for us, Saturday night in particular.
1: Well, you know what, again, I think you, you come off a pretty emotional loss against Pittsburgh. and. You know, I think the one thing we've really tried to do this year, guys, and obviously you follow us, you know, pretty diligently, was, was try to play more of a complete game. That's something this team has struggled with in the past. And, um, so I think we're making strides when it comes to playing more of a complete game. And I thought we did a pretty good job against Pittsburgh yeah. for at least two periods. And then you go into Buffalo and everything that you design and, and everything you, you want to do as a coach, it looks like, uh, you know, it's thrown out the window. But, you know, we had a good meeting this morning. Um, you know we t- we showed some video about where we got away from our game, where we started to cheat again, where we didn't support the puck. We just tried throwing eighty foot passes across the ice and and get the guys back into that mindset that you know we have to play the game the proper way if we're gonna if we're gonna have success
0: in all your years of coaching, like is that the best way to deal with that performance, or is it sometimes just burn the tape, move on, and just <laughs> there's nothing to see here, or do you got to bring it to these guys' attention?
1: You know, this group, I think, Jeff, you have to show, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think traditionally when you look at some of the challenges we've had uh, with this group, it's 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 cheating on the wrong side of the park. And so it, it's showing them. Things that we did well in Buffalo, and you know what, you got to give their goaltender some credit in the first yes. period. We had some great chances to score and, and take the lead in that game, and you know Michael Newworth made some great saves. So we showed some of that, and then we showed some of the areas where we got away from our game and allowed them to to to, to get into it. And you know, it's about respect, and this is the National Hockey League. And you know, for myself coming out of junior in the American Hockey League, it's, there's no mulligans in this league, and we definitely learned a tough lesson uh, Saturday. When you say this group, is
0: that meaning they're a younger group, uh, still trying to find cohesion? What what was that um how would you break that down in terms of why you have to bring the tape to these guys
1: well, i think when you look at the core the core group here um any coach that pre-scouts us probably says two things. One, you know, they can control the puck through the neutral zone, they can beat you one-on-one, and two, they have the ability to score. So we know that. You know, we want to make our pre-scout that they're a complete team. Yes, they can score, yes, they can beat you one-on-one, but they're willing to back-check, track hard, and, and defend uh, as well. And that's where we've got to get our team to, and that's the challenge on a day-to-day basis for us, is is making sure we buy into that complete game. And It's nice knowing we can score, it's nice knowing we can create offense. The challenge every day here is, is completing the the task of, of playing defensively as well.
0: We're chatting with the assistant coach of the Maple Leafs, Steve Spud.
1: Spud, you guys had a good start to the week. Obviously, you beat Boston. You come off a high, and you talked about two periods against Pittsburgh. I mean, at any point did you guys feel that you know you were out of that game? Because I, you know, from the outside, it looked like we it was a pretty good game back and forth, and it was a coin toss near the end. It was, you know. We put a lot of pressure on our power play. Uh, you know, I think we know that. You know, we we expect you know either unit to to get the job done. You know, at least try to run between a twenty five and you know, twenty to twenty five percent rate. That that's kind of our goal here. And you know, we had a six on four. It would have been nice to get that into into overtime, Jamie. There's no doubt about it. But you know, for us, I thought we you held the Pittsburgh Penguins to two goals. You played a pretty darn good game for, mm-hmm. against a very good hockey club. And you know, it would have been nice to carry that into Buffalo. But again. You know, we strayed away from playing that, that, that complete game, and at the end of the day, it cost us two big points.
0: Josh Levo was recalled, uh, I guess, a week ago. I thought he had a pretty good camp. Still a young guy. You're really familiar with him. He was uh, a big part of the
1: Marley success a year ago. What have you made
0: of, of his play since being recalled?
1: Well, the one thing he can do is he protects the puck low. You know, the, the challenge for Josh is, is going to be able to play with pace. Uh, he's still a young guy, as you said. You know, but what he does well in the offensive zone is protect the puck. He's very difficult to get the puck away from. And you know, you talk about zone time and, and playing 200 feet away from your goaltender. He's able to give you that. He's got the innate ability to score. We saw that in Ottawa going to the net. And you know, he gives he gives us a chance to to create more offensive depth in, in our lineup. He plays the game well. Um, at both ends of the ice, he's good on the half wall. On our end, the challenge is the pace. And the, you know, practicing here every day, hopefully, he'll get him up to speed. But that's the biggest challenge for him. He works with Barb Bunderhill quite a bit. It's just playing with that pace every day, guys.
0: And does that, for the most part, apply to you know the majority of third, fourth line guys, especially when they're just coming into the league? Is you almost have to give them some rope because you know the pace is so much different.
1: It is. And I think, you know, Stu Percy's another example on the back end where, you know, when you saw in Colorado, there were a couple of times maybe where, you know, he found how quick the Colorado Avalanche are. So it's all part of the process. But the one thing this management group has decided, and I know I felt it last year being at the development level with the Marlies, is they want to stay patient with our prospects. And I think that's a, that's a great thing for all of us to hear. Uh, they're getting opportunities with our club when there's when there's need, but we don't want to rush these guys. So I think that's the right way to develop them. Steve, you guys have worked on structure in the defensive zone uh you've worked on responsibility through the neutral zone you know all the details of the game assess where you guys are at and how far or how much farther you think you can go well, we've got we still got a long way to go, but I can tell you, you know, for us, for Pete Horacek and myself, Jeff or or, or Jamie, it's, it's it's important that you know we listen to Randy, to Chris Dennis, to to Rick Croix, guys that have been here in the past, and they're noticing a considerable difference that the guys are willing to buy in now. Uh, they're seeing it through video. They're seeing some of the positives and areas that we got to get better at, but. That's where we've, we simply have to go. If we continue to play that track-meet game, that wide-open style of hockey, you know, we're leaving some pretty young defensemen <laughs> in tough spots and our goaltenders in tough spots, and you're going to go back to giving back 45 and 50 shots. And We can't play that game, and we want to make sure that we're more defensively responsible. But we definitely have made a lot of strides according to the guys that were here last year, and, and that's a positive. But we've got to continue to push on.
0: How much of that, and specifically the defensive boost or improvements, is just simply willpower and, and just watching the tape, like you said, thinking about it constantly? Because it's it's not all talent, I would think. I mean, a lot of that is just effort and,
1: and being willing to buy in. Well, you're sitting beside a pretty good offensive player there, Hazer, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, you know what, I'm a believer as a coach, at least when I was a head coach, that you know great players, offensive players, can, can play defense, they elect sometimes not to. It, it's a mindset. And, you know, when your best players, your most gifted players, and, and Jeff, you'll agree with us, are willing to commit to playing the game the right way, your team can have success. And, and that's the challenge for us here. And, you know, when when, when James, when, when Tyler, when Phil are willing to come back 200 feet, defend, block a shot, battle a puck out, that sends great messages for the second, third and fourth line as well.
0: As a coach, in terms of media interaction uh, with your players, what do you relay to them in terms of what, what you think they should be doing, the importance of it and, and just the day to day grind in terms of interacting with such a, a large media scrum?
1: Well, I know when we spoke at the beginning of the year with a group, uh, you know, Randy was, was very blunt when he told them that it is part of the, the responsibility of being a Toronto Maple Leaf and you know there are gonna be nights where You know, we are going to have to answer some hardline questions. We do as coaches and as players in this market, there are times where they're going to have to answer hardline questions. So they understand the responsibility that comes with being uh, in the city of Toronto. Uh, At times, unfortunately, like all of us, you know, sometimes emotions get the better of us. But I can tell you that the message is loud and clear from coaches and from management that we do have to understand the job that you guys have to do through good and through bad. We have to be there to make sure we answer the questions. So the players definitely know that, guys.
0: And you're always good for us. We always appreciate you taking time. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, fellas. Steve Spott, assistant coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs.